The following Piano Jazz Podcast was produced from a show which originally aired in 1990. Hi, I'm Marion McPartland. My guest today is Rini Rosnes, a new and exciting young talent, and she's already made an impact on the jazz scene, and I believe that she's destined for a great career in music. Hi, Rini. Hi. How are you? Just fine, thanks. It's great to be here. You know, we need some people like you to kind of infuse the music business with mm-hmm. <laughs> new and fresh ideas. Right. And it's so nice that you started out... Um, or at least you didn't start, but I mean, one of your recent records is with is with Ron Carter and uh, Branford Marsalis and, and all those fine musicians. It's it's great that you're in that company. Yeah, it must I do. have felt good. It did. I felt I felt very very fortunate to be able to to play with those musicians because every time you play with people who've had a lot more experience than you, you learn something. And so it's exciting on that level as well, just being in that company and 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 just absorbing what, what they have to give you musically and personally. Tell me a little bit about how you got from Vancouver, your home, to New York. Well, um, I guess essentially what happened was I received a Canada Council grant um, which is an arts grant to come here, and and basically it was a a living. Oh, they had, they gave me living expenses as well as money to take lessons with. Well, before the grant, how did you get into playing jazz? How did that happen? Well, that happened through uh, a really great high school music teacher named Bob Revliati, who's still turning kids on to music, and a lot of them are staying with jazz as well. He um, he needed a pianist for his jazz band in, in high school, in junior high, and he recruited me for the chair, and I didn't know anything about jazz at that point, and I, um, I'd only played classical, but... Um, he he saw that I picked it up and I liked it, and so he just encouraged me to continue with it, and he gave me records and said, go home and learn this and you know, learn that tune. And So he really um, showed me the way, how to start playing. Well, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I'm also dying to hear you play. How about doing a solo? Sure. Okay. All right. What'll it be? This is um, Thelonious Monk's Four in One. Oh, I love his music. Go ahead. So fascinating to me to hear you play 
a tune like that because you play it with so much finesse and the, and the um, those little arpeggios. I mean, Monk could never play them like that. <laughs> His whole way of playing was so so different. Yes, it was. And yet, uh, for him to write a piece like that, mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing. But I can I can hear such a a, a good balance between the classical music mm-hmm. and jazz because you have real good technique mm-hmm. to be able to carry off those things. Oh, thank you. Well, did you have a classical teacher as a kid? Yes. I started um, taking classical lessons when I was about three. Really? Yeah. And I had two older sisters who were already playing, and Mom said the reason she started me was because I was trying to imitate them, and she figured, well, if I was trying to get up to the piano, I might as well just start her on lessons now. So that's why I started so young. Well, that's great. I don't think that's too young for somebody with with a desire to play and somebody that has talent, do you? No, no. When I have a child, I'm going to start them as, <laughs> as soon it's as It's funny can. because I started about that age too because mm-hmm. my, my mother used to play, and but she would play Chopin waltzes and things like that and I would just listening be listening to her play and want to get up on the stool and do the same thing. So uh, I did, but, but she never really... Uh, uh, wanted me to take lessons, so she didn't do anything about it. It was years before I took lessons. Really? It's funny, and I really wanted to take lessons. How old were you when you started then? Taking lessons? Yeah. Well, I don't know, in my teens, I think. And by that time, I'd learned all wrong fingering (laughs) and couldn't read. And I've always been a terrible reader. I bet you're a good reader. I've had a lot of practice at reading. (laughs) Yeah, especially with with all these groups like, uh, well, not only Wayne Shorter, but... You played with Joe Henderson, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And th- th- they all have charts for their tunes. Yes. I bet some of them are pretty hard. Yeah, well, Wayne's music especially, his, most of the material he's doing now, all of the uh, keyboard parts are written out like classical music. They're maybe 10 pages long for one piece. My goodness, so there's really, in a way, until it gets to your your chorus or your improvisation, if you have one, uh, you're playing everything note for note. Right. Wow. Well, how about another solo piece? Okay. This one's entitled Summer Night.
Oh, that's such a nice way of playing that tune. Thank you. You know, most of the the jazz musicians I've heard play it play it sort of as an up tune. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, that's just probably the way it should be played. You know, very. It's very because um, the lyric and the tune are very kind of romantic. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking the way you play years ago. Um, probably people would say as they used to say to women musicians oh you sound just like a man you don't ever hear that do you <laughs> yeah I do I hear that quite frequently really it's funny um, I, th- I thought maybe nobody said that anymore yeah. I don't get offended by it because usually when they say it they mean well but it is kind of funny because why can't somebody say oh you play like a woman and it means the same thing I mean I am a woman so how could I possibly play like a man I am a woman you know? I know it's so funny we went through through all that s- stuff and I think the male musicians give much more acceptance to the women well obviously because mm-hmm. you've been just sort of taken into the fold so completely and now you uh aren't you with a with John Faddis's group yes, right now yes playing with John well how did that happen did you meet him in Canada or what no I met him here uh just from playing around and and I used to go and see his group sometimes different clubs and musicians that were in his band also played with me in other bands and so I was introduced to him musically through just other friends musicians I think that's great well how about if we try a duet sure I'd like that all right um I remember you is that good yes yeah okay here goes
not bad, <laughs> I'd say. I'd give that an A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, maybe we could try one more duet before we finish up today. And, and uh, as usual, time went by and there's um, only time for one more tune. Okay. So what should we do? How about uh, You and the Night and the Music? Oh, that's a good one. I love that too. Okay. To hear the full Piano Jazz broadcast, tune in next week to your NPR station or stream the program online at pianojazz.npr.org. Piano Jazz is a production of South Carolina Public Radio.